Bulldog Interviews on BullyNet with your host, Dave Kaufman. He's a nice guy, but only gives belly rubs to dogs. Welcome to the Bulldog Interviews. I'm your host, Dave Kaufman, and today we have Rhonda Ulrich from New York. How are you, Rhonda? I'm good, thank you. Great. Give us a little background about yourself. I live in Long Island, New York. I have been involved with Bulldogs since 2009. I am employed additionally full-time. I'm the director of the Child Support Office for the county for 30 years, and I'm looking very forward to retiring and being with my dogs full-time. All right. Um, So you got into Bulldogs in 2009. Did you... uh have any experience with other breeds at all, or just Bulldogs? Uh, as a pet owner, I had experience with other breeds. I had a Bull Mastiff um, for nine years, who recently passed. Mm-hmm. And as a child, I've always had dogs. German Shepherd, English Sheepdog, but I've never been involved in showing or breeding prior to Bulldogs. Okay. Uh, are you a member of any Bulldog Clubs? I'm a member of Bulldog Club of America Division One, the Lenape Bulldog Club, I believe, uh, Long Island Bulldog Club. Okay. And I think that's it. Are you, an, have, you have you held any offices or anything with the clubs? No, no offices held. Okay. Um, do you have any bulldog mentors, or did you? I do. Um, I did, and I currently still do. Mm-hmm. Um, George Lai okay. of Ultimate Bulldogs mentors me. Uh, Deidre Nardelli has mentored me, and Fabiola Federico of Ohats Bulldogs also has assisted me. Mm-hmm. over the years. Okay. Have you had the opportunity to have any mentees of your own? Or you're still in a uh, men- mentoring state? You know, I, I am still in the mentoring state myself. However, you know, yeah, mentees, I definitely, every person I speak to who inquires about a bulldog ends up in one form or another getting counseled on Bulldogs by me. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely share whatever information I know that I think they would find helpful. Mm-hmm. And I'm always available. You know, I always tell them to hold on to my number. If they ever need me, call me. But, you know, no, do I have any a mentee that's a, a current student ongoing? No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your your breeding program? It's ever-changing. Okay. That's that's all I can say about it. It's fairly new, uh-huh. because I haven't been in that long, but um, ever-evolving, ever-changing. Um, really, that's all I could probably say about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. With, with the mentors that you mentioned there, you have a a lot of input from some people that have been very successful. So so having a nice mix there with that and I think is definitely an, an awesome start for you compared to where a lot of people, um, you know, when, when I started in Bulldogs back in 2000, uh, 1997, um, you know, I had pet quality bitches and I would breed to champion studs thinking that that would get me champion you know, um, show prospect stuff, but it was such a, such a far off thing, even though I was breeding the champions and then, you know, holding, holding the best litter back and then, you know, try to breed another champion. The, 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 the journey is just so many generations removed if that's how you start. And so along the way I changed, um, I found a a female, uh, actually a champion female that was for sale and uh, I thought she was broken or something, and I, I inquired and I uh, talked to a guy named Peter Geary for, for probably a month trying to convince him to, to let me purchase her. And his one uh, 
one of his stipulations were that I needed to get out of all my other uh, lines. I needed to fix them all and and not breed that anymore. And that was the big turning point for me. And then I did that. And then all of a sudden, things clicked a lot more regularly, let's say. Not all the time, but uh, things really changed a lot from there. So I think... Uh, well, and that's what I mean by like ever-changing or evolving. It's a long... It's a long time. It takes a lot of work and... It's nothing happens here, at least with me, to me or my breeding program overnight, mm -hmm. you know, and I just, I do have the help and an advantage over many other new people. You know, I have the help of some really great um, mentors, you know, and I definitely have an advantage there. Yeah. By having that. Yeah. You nice. know. Definitely helps. Mm -hmm. And even with all that help, it's still, you know, a long, long process. Yeah. You know, it's just always improving. I guess you you know, so it is a long journey. You never get really I if there is no perfect bulldog I don't know if you ever get to the end mm -hmm. right you know you contribute what you can contribute hopefully to mm -hmm. the breed and you know that with what everybody else has to contribute it just keeps evolving and changing and hopefully getting better you know mm -hmm. and it's it definitely a long, long process. A lot, a lot of time and hard work and starting over, just like you said, you know, get rid of those, you know, get rid of all that. Mm -hmm. Start over. You know, start with this pitch and build from here. Yep. You know, how many years did you have invested in all those get rid of those pitches? Mm -hmm. well, you know, a long time. Yeah. I'm sure. And, and, that's what happens, you know. I, when I started, first of all, I never had an interest in breeding. Mm -hmm. I just wanted a bulldog. But I knew in my head the vision of the bulldog I wanted. Mm -hmm. And that dog happened to have the qualities of a show dog. So, or being confirmationally correct. So, in order to obtain what I wanted, I had to agree to try showing a dog. Yeah. And, you know, not even knowing what I was getting myself into, starting a breeding program, I started completely backwards. I started with a male. Mm -hmm. You know, and because I, 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 I didn't want a female. Because it looked very different, and I was a pet person. Mm -hmm. You know, I knew what I wanted, and I wanted a male, and really can't start a breeding program with a male. You know, you need a female. Yeah. And it just, you know, escalated from there. Mm-hmm. And there, you know, you know, bulldogs are very addictive. Yep. Yep. You know, they like the candy chips. You can't just have one. <laughs> um, can you give us an idea that, like, what's in your head when you're when you're looking for a bulldog stud dog, like for either owning it or to breed into your program? Is there any specific things that just really, you know, I know the whole package. You know, of course, you know, you look at the standard, but there's certain things that people just you know, look for or, or that really just stands out to them? Is there anything, uh, how do you evaluate a stud dog, I guess I should say? What would I look for? Mm -hmm. Consistency. The ability to consistently produce an exceptional dog mm -hmm. when mixed with any combination of lines. Mm hmm that's what I would think. Is it out there? I don't know. 
<laughs> some are better than others, mm-hmm. obviously, but the ability to consistently produce an exceptional bulldog. That's, you know, what I'm, that's what's in my mind. Mm-hmm. First and foremost. Did that answer your question? Yep. Yeah, definitely did. I know a lot of people will go to the big winning dog and that's the one that they'll breed to. But yet the, uh, the, my thinking and, you know, based on listening to my mentors is go back to who threw him. If he's available, that might be a better selection for you to produce, you know, un, you know, something more like him as opposed to, you know, the offspring itself. Yeah, no, definitely. If you like what you're looking at, mm-hmm. if you're looking at a dog and saying, ah, that is the most beautiful dog. Yeah, I'd want to know who produced it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's, uh, you know, it's funny because a lot of people don't think that way. Yeah. Yep. You know, they go to the top running dog and say, ah, I love that dog, I'm going to breed to him. Okay. However, what has that dog produced? Mm-hmm. You know, if you like what you see, go to who produced it. Right, and especially if he's producing more like that. Right? right. You, you have the one-hit wonders, right, which are awesome dogs sometimes. But that's where you go back to what you just said—the consistency. The dog, the dog yeah. is the dog is consistent and consistently throwing nice get that you like and that you know appeal to you, and yeah, and then you have that whole window of, you know, well, how will they look when they're mature, and how did her bloodlines look, you know, and you know it's 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 definitely a, a almost a science and as well as an art to pick that whole dog it is definitely a science mm-hmm. you know definitely a science and you know there's just so many components mm-hmm. that go into breeding that unless you're in it you couldn't possibly imagine what goes into it the thought behind it, what you look for, you know, of course, for, you know, health and temperament, mm-hmm. but, you know, everything else, wine, and, you know, it's just, you never stop learning, never, every day, every day, you know, you can never stop learning, it's just amazing, mm-hmm. it's really amazing amazes me what goes into breeding bulldogs anyway because they are unlike any other breed yep yeah and i think one of the cool things that i found and it's been a uh consistent topic in these bulldog interviews is is the community of bulldoggers and you know i've i haven't been involved with any other breed but i consistently hear that other breeds are not close like the bulldog uh, community is and I, I can't speak for that because I know it is close um, I have a lot of people that that are very friendly to me very open always wanting to lend a hand you see it shows sometimes when there's somebody standing there and they just you know all, you, they're short a handler and all of a sudden now somebody just jumps in the ring with them to help out um, it's I, I think it's definitely a special a special thing there no, it is, it's, and it's it's great to have. It's funny because my sister is involved in another breed. She's involved in Brie Arts, uh-huh. and she met me at a specialty show last year um, in the state where she lives, mm-hmm. where I just happened to be at that show, and she just was watching how bulldoggers interact with each other, like while grooming their dog and you know, sharing, sharing their arsenal of grooming products and, mm-hmm. you know, do this or try this or let me hold that for you. And she couldn't believe it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she was like, 
this would never happen in Briards. People don't, they don't, they like hide their products mm-hmm. so that you can't see what they're using. They don't want to share anything. It's a, it's a whole different world. And I really, I was shocked. I really was because, you know, yeah, it's a competition. Uh, and I'm, I am a very competitive person. However, when you really peel it all, all the layers off of this thing, we're all here for the same reason. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's a club, and we're all members. And we should have, hopefully we do, the same priorities mm-hmm. as far as the dog is concerned or the dogs are concerned. And it's what drew us here to begin with. And it's our love for greed. Yep. So it's only a competition. Really. You know, it really is. It's only a competition. You know, be happy for the person who won. Yeah. And if you can help them to get there, then help them. It's only a dog show. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think we as bulldoggers have a very, very unique sense of family. And it goes, it goes back maybe to the breed itself, right? The bulldogs are so unique and and different than other breeds themselves. The personalities, the the expressions, the you know, the stubbornness, the the human nature, or the human like nature. Everything about them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think that it it sort of you know makes it more easygoing with with the people. And and when you're in the ring, you know, you want to win. You know. And, and by all means, right? You want you're in there to win, and and the rush you get from the win is is awesome. When you, when your dog is better than the other dogs that day, but mm-hmm. you're not there to you're not gonna you know jab the other dog <laughs> so he, so he can't right. you're not gonna shiv him or something like that you know and uh, to get you the know, win. You know, but in other breeds, they are cutthroat. Mm-hmm. You know, I I hear like those crazy things, crazy crazy like. I can't, like, I can't believe people would behave that way. <laughs> Older people, yeah. middle-aged people, you know, it's like, it's just, it's just mind-blowing to me, mm-hmm. you know, but, to ha- you know, have a good time. I don't see how people are having a good time when they're literally, you know, staring at each other, you know, have a good time. That's what we're here to do. We're here about the dogs. Yep. And, you know, yeah, <laughs> we all want to win. We all feel we have the best dog. Mm-hmm. You know, but when the dog show is over, do we not talk to each other? No. That's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, let's go to the bar. Let's go to the restaurant. Let's go have coffee. Let's. Go sit down. Yep. Let's have let's have fun. You know, let's share information about products we use, or you know, something that that we learned. Mm-hmm. Yep. At least that's how I am, and I think it's nice when it's reciprocated. Yeah. You know, we are in one way or another. It, you know, we spend a lot of time together, and. You know, I don't know any group of people that spends a lot of time together that hates the other members of the group. Mm-hmm. I just don't. It's not natural. Right. You know, so let's just have fun. Yeah. You know, and when all is said and done, if we've improved on the breed, then we've taken a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. You know? Yep. But uh, obviously, from what I understand, and you said it before, is bulldoggers, just like bulldogs, are very unique. Because Mm -hmm. my sister couldn't believe how friendly we were to each other. That we were even talking to, like, exhibitors were talking to each other. She was shocked. (laughs) That's a shame, in like, a way. That is, it is a shame. It's like it must be a very, very quiet grooming area that you guys are in. What is your pin job? It is a shame. Yeah, definitely. 
All right. Do you have any veterinarians that you can recommend? I do. I absolutely do. Um, I see a veterinarian by the name of Dr. Randy Carpenter. Okay. And I travel from New York to Grand Rapids, Michigan to see him. Wow. I think that you win so far. Uh. Yeah, he's well <laughs> worth the trip. And he... Uh, I was referred to him by Bulldoggers in Canada. You know, good friends and breeders that I know in Canada. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they raved about him. And I have to tell you... I rave about him now, too. He is... He's he's a breeder of another breed, mm -hmm. but he understands the whole breeder thing, and he is bulldog savvy, mm -hmm. very bulldog savvy, mm -hmm. very, um, and he can be trusted, and he's not a crowd. Mm -hmm. He's about the dog. He's not about making money, and it's a very. Um, I'm really comfortable, you know, seeing him. It takes me 11 hours to get there, but, uh -huh. you know, and of course, you know, in the, God forbid an emergency, you have to have a local place to go. But, um, you know, I just went for my yearly, took my guys for my yearly, you know, checkup mm -hmm. on Monday. Mm -hmm. And he, you know, I love him. I love him. He's well worth the drive. Nice. And I'm not the only nut that does this drive either. Oh. <laughs> you know, like the vet tech was telling me, they have people coming from all over the place. Bulldoggers. Nice. But, uh, you know, just from all over. And that's a great thing. Yeah. It really is. You know, you, you definitely, at least, I, and I would pay all the money in the world. It doesn't even matter that he's, you know, he's not expensive and he's not a thief. And, but you know what? If his prices were high, it wouldn't matter to me. Yeah. To have good care for somebody who understood the dynamics and the makings and the, you know, how the bulldog system operates. Mm -hmm. I would pay all the money in the world for that. You know? Right. Right. The um, uh, such an important part of uh, the the bulldogger or the bu the bulldog owners is getting the proper veterinarian that understands and you know I, I think unfortunately a lot of people will either uh, not go to the veterinarian or they'll go to the closest veterinarian um, and that, that's not always the smartest thing to do. And uh, we've heard it time and time again in, in the, you know, the, the, sh the, the small number of interviews we've done so far. Uh, when I ask this question, the, the, people's, the people light up and say, yes, I have a bulldog vet and, and, or I have a veterinarian who understands my bulldogs and the bulldog. And they rave about them and they drive five hours, 11 hours. Sometimes there's probably somebody that's just down the street from that vet and it's, and it just happens to be the closest one, and it's the best one <laughs> for for like you know hundreds of miles around. But they're fortunate, um, and I think that's an important thing, uh, an important message to get across to to bulldog owners that you could save uh, time, aggravation, suffering, uh, money overall if you get the somebody that can properly diagnose the dogs quickly and effectively. And everybody's happier then, from the dog oh, to you. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so I definitely can understand. I can't understand eleven hours, um, <laughs> but uh, I don't mind driving to begin with. Uh huh. And yes, I would be willing if somebody else, if another bulldogger, mm -hmm. said to me that, "Oh, what are you driving all the way there for? I've been seeing this guy for years. He's." A lot closer, you know, it, it depends who's making the reference, actually, mm -hmm. but would I try? I would. Yeah. I would, but 
when I get comfortable somewhere, I'm comfortable. Right. You know, like, I trust him. Mm -hmm. And I've had a lot of unfortunate circumstances, I hate to say it, that came from a veterinarian who was not bulldog savvy. Right. So, 11 hours is nothing, I'd drive 30. Yeah, I understand you that. Know, sure. If I had to. Mm -hmm. and, and I am surprised, though, out of however many interviews that you've already done, that each one of us has said, yeah, I got a great bulldog savvy that. Yeah. And that's great. I'm glad to hear it, mm -hmm. actually. Yeah. Everybody thinks their vet is the best. Yeah, hopefully they do. Hopefully they have that a good relationship with their vet, and uh, you know that they can they they can rely on that. That's a that's a great thing. So uh, very cool. Do you ha uh, do you have a favorite bulldog of all time, or? I have a favorite bulldog of all time. There is a bulldog <laughs> that I have never met, but there is a bulldog that I had fallen in love with his picture um, and he just recently passed away and his name was um, Champion Seabright Silver Satisfaction okay and, and I just always admired that dog loved the substance loved the head loved the chest um, I, I just always you know, love that dog, and 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 I just always wanted a bulldog mm -hmm. that looked exactly like that dog. Beautiful bulldog. From what I saw in a picture. Okay. But never had the pleasure of meeting. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. That's great, though. Yeah. Um. Do you have a proudest bulldog moment? And if you do, hopefully you do, take us there in detail. You know, try to help us paint a picture in the listener's mind so they can they can be there. What was going through your mind? You know, um, and it's not always. Uh, it can be anything. It could be the first time you met a certain dog, or you know, a, a thing that turned out well after it seemed like it wouldn't turn out so well. You know, or or it, it, whatever it could be. So. Uh, uh, My you? proudest bulldog moment. Mm -hmm. Probably, because I think I, I think I'm fortunate and I have a lot of proud bulldog moments. Mm -hmm. um, one recently was that sweeps win at nationals. Was really made me proud, but I think that my proudest bulldog moment was winning. Best of Opposite Sex at Westminster in 2013 with uh, my bitch Dora. Mm -hmm. And I think, I don't know if I could, you know, take the listeners back to where I was because it was literally numbing mm -hmm. to, to be in the ring, you know, and... and had the judge like point because it was something I so never expected. Mm -hmm. It's just so thrilled to be showing a dog there, you know, in that form that winning was just the added benefit. Like they, like it was just an added surprise. Mm -hmm. You know, it was you know great. But whoever would have thought mm -hmm. that. That you know what's happened. Of course, yes, that's what I wanted. I wanted breed, but it doesn't always go our way. But right. you know, literally took my breath away having you know a win like that with a dog as young as she was at mm -hmm. the time. She was just twelve months old. So you know that was just probably my proudest moment mm -hmm. so far yeah uh, yeah so far yeah we'll get some more in there probably right well, i hope so <laughs> i hope so because i'm certainly looking forward to some sure 
yeah. it would be a great disappointment if there weren't. But yeah. yeah. Um, can Can you give any advice to pet owners? Uh, something that uh, you see that's lacking generally there, or missing in the way they're cared for. Just something that you know to to put in their head to say, oh, by the way, you might want to. I don't want to lead the witness. Um, I do that a lot because I think I might have affected people's answers in earlier interviews. And uh, that if I keep doing that, it's going to be the same answer all the time. Which, so. so do I have any advice for a pet owner mm-hmm. of a bulldog? I do, actually. Do their homework. Research the breed with the right resources. Mm -hmm. And that would be the bulldog people. Bulldoggers. Go to the BCA website. Ask questions. Go to a dog show. Go talk to breeders. Mm -hmm. Stay very far away from pet stores and don't buy a dog online without knowing who you're buying it from. Research a breeder. Right. You know, but, and I hate to say it, I hate to sound this way, don't ask your veterinarian, no matter how much you love them. I just wouldn't. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, go to the people who know. Yeah. Bulldoggers. Yep. Do your homework. Research it. You know, Even after, and I, I haven't been in, in Bulldogs a long time at all, but, you know, every single day is a learning experience. Mm-hmm. Whether it's cleaning out wrinkles with something else that works or, um, you know, trying to think of, like, like anything. You're just always learning, you know. Beastings and and heat and you know just there you know it's just oh I didn't know that oh really you know like it's just it it's just it's never ending mm-hmm. it's just and I I think people pet owners I don't know whether they're not told or I I don't know where where the disconnect occurs, Mm -hmm. but bulldogs are not your average bear. They are not like any other breed. They're not like any other dog at all. Completely different. Completely different. And I think a lot of pet owners don't realize that until they have the dog, or, or I hate to say it until they lost it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, 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 and a tragedy could have been avoided. It's not because the bulldog, bulldog is not unhealthy. Bulldog, you, you can take the healthiest bulldog and put it in the wrong situation, mm-hmm. and it can end up dead. Yep. And I think that a lot of, you know, and then, and then, the pet owner says, I didn't get a healthy bulldog. No, they had a perfectly healthy bulldog. Yeah. It's just put in the wrong situation. It was, you know, you don't take a bulldog for a jog at 2 o'clock in the afternoon in June. Yep. You don't take a bulldog for a jog, period. Yeah. You know, so I don't know where the disconnect is. Mm-hmm. But maybe, I don't know, maybe the public needs to be educated, I guess, or pet people need to be educated I don't you know I don't know but right you know that's my word of advice educate yourself okay do you have a daily bulldog maintenance tip that you can share with us you want to know my wrinkle routine yeah give us a wrinkle routine I, I'm having trouble with a big nose rope right now so do you? oh yeah yeah uh, well, I wipe out wrinkles every day with hydrogen hydrogen peroxide wipes. 
they're very, very difficult. They're getting really increasingly difficult to find for some reason. Um, so whenever I see them, whether it's in Walmart or, you know, Target, you know, I'm the crazy lady that has their entire basket filled with the hydrogen peroxide wipes. And there's a couple that's other crazy ladies out there doing this. That's why they're all in shortage probably, right? You know what? <laughs> probably, but I, I mean, the last I heard, because I used to get them at CVS, but when I went looking at CVS, they were no longer on the shelves, and they told me they stopped making them. So I guess I didn't buy enough. <laughs> but that's what I clean my wrinkles with, and I clean them every day. One of my biggest pet peeves is tear stains. Mm -hmm. I can't stand them. But you can clean as much as you want on the outside if they come from within. Mm -hmm. So whether it's food or water or a combination or, you know, that, figuring that out is an art itself. Mm -hmm. But my wrinkle routine is hydrogen peroxide wipes. I wipe them out every day and I keep them dry. I wipe them out with a dry paper towel when they're wet. And I have huge, a huge, it's always a huge nose rope. Mm -hmm. Huge, huge, huge. Keep it dry. Okay. Don't do too much. All right. And it'll stay clean. Mm -hmm. Good. All right. Um, what do we got up here next? Uh, any advice for someone starting, uh, looking to start showing bulldogs? Any advice for someone looking to start showing bulldogs? Yeah, what would you recommend they do? Be persistent. Don't give up. Don't get frustrated. Mm -hmm. Hang in there, really. You know, I, I, I think a lot of people are lost. Dog showing, if they don't get immediate gratification, mm -hmm. if they think they and, you know, to them, their bulldog is beautiful and correct and deserving of a win. And it doesn't happen as quickly as people like. Mm -hmm. And they get disappointed and frustrated. And they go away. And they never come back. Nobody likes rejection. Mm -hmm. You know, but they need to hang in there. And, you know ask questions of those around them that are successful. But they have to be prepared to hear the answer. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and, you know, ask what the right way to do things is. What am I doing wrong? Am I doing something wrong? Is there a better way to do this? Mm -hmm. You know? Right. And be open to learning. Mm -hmm. But really, probably just hang in there because it's not always, you know, a quick win. Mm -hmm. So, getting back to those hydrogen peroxide wipes, I looked them up on Amazon here. Is it just like a Clorox Healthcare hydrogen peroxide cleaner disinfectant wipe type of thing? Wait. Okay. All right. It's not Clorox. Okay. <laughs> it is. You were serious, I guess, then. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Okay. What do you clean your... You're real Um, I generally use a, a a general baby wipe. Um, so, no, don't do that. Okay. Because you're, you're putting moisture back in where you want to keep it dry. Because mm -hmm. yeah. I, I do then use a paper towel like a, a bounty or something like that, and I would go in there and dip every day, every day it's black and just... Oh, you got yeast. It doesn't stink, though. It doesn't have to. Okay, normally yeast stinks, I think. It, it will, I guess, if it's been there for a long period of time. Okay. okay. I mean, you know, I I don't smell yeast either mm. on this one dog that I have that has a huge rope and I believe me I wipe black crap out of gunk out of there too um and I don't smell yeast but yet somebody 
you know, another bulldog or girlfriend of mine who happens to be a groomer can walk in my house and say, oof, I smell yeast. And I'm like, really? I don't. <laughs> and, not, and I'm not, I don't get, it's not that I'm offended. It's sure. just, I don't smell it. Right, right. But, well, actually, there's two things I can tell you. One was just shared with me mm-hmm. by Doris Boyd. Mm-hmm. And the other is the hydrogen peroxide wipes. We'll get rid of all that gunk. And then you have to file after you, and I'll tell you the name on my bottle in a second so you can Google it. But okay. after you wipe it out with the hydrogen peroxide wipe, mm-hmm. wipe it out. I mean, sometimes I scrub, literally scrub it with the wipe. Mm-hmm. Then I go over it with a paper towel to keep it dry. Right. And then the next day I'm going to go back and do it again. And by the time I get back there 24 hours later, I have the same gunk I wiped out from the day before. How it accumulates so quickly is beyond me. I think they. Cram, I think when they're not watching, they just cram a bunch of crap in there somehow. I don't. I don't know. It's just like. But you can't like. <laughs> you're trying to eliminate the moisture, so by using a regular baby wipe. Right. You're putting. You're. You're not wiping anything away. Okay. Because you're you. adding more moisture back in there. Right. And the hydrogen peroxide is actually an antiseptic. Mm-hmm. But that'll keep it clean. Mm-hmm. But I just learned this. I kept switching foods and switching foods and switching foods. Mm-hmm. I did finally find a food. And it's like within three days of switching the food, they're drying up. The tear stains are drying up and mm-hmm. the nose rope, it's drying. And mm-hmm. like every day there's less and less of that gunk. So, and I can tell you what the food is that I tried because I went on Facebook and posted the same thing. Can mm-hmm. anybody help me and tell me what food they use and they don't have tear stains, they don't have yeast issues right. or anything like that? And right. a bunch of people responded. Mm-hmm. And there was one comment up there and it just said what I needed it to say. We switched to um, wellness, simple, limited ingredient turkey and potato and we have no more yeast and no more smell and I was like bingo that's it and I have to tell you within within five days I saw a difference okay so well, I switched the food to stop the production of yeast mm-hmm. and Doris Boyd shared with me she said it's not so much a, a food issue I think it is Mm-hmm. In my opinion, I definitely think it is because I see the difference already. But she shared with me something called sea meal, which mm-hmm. is it's it's actually kelp, sea kelp, okay, K E L P, right, and it's made by Solid Gold. You can get it in Petco, mm-hmm. and you add it. Like oh, whatever it's whatever it is a teaspoon or whatever per pound or whatever mm-hmm. it is you add it to their food mm-hmm. and you add water to it before you mix it in their food to activate it it does have a little bit of a fishy smell um, and I have one one of my dogs won't eat it with wet on it so I just put the granules dry on it but mm-hmm. um, whether that's made the difference or the switching of the food made the difference. I'm not sure. I do think that I'm not consistent with that female stuff. Yeah. But I'm always on the road, so I'm not always bringing it. Yeah. But the, I think it's the food. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe we get them cool. to be a sponsor on this show. That would be really cool. So. But <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, that'd be awesome. We're. It we're, would be. It would be great. We are open for sponsors, by the way. If you want to sell your product, we're getting this word out to bulldog people who. You know, they're dropping, you know, I don't know if you realize this, but most people, Bulldog people listening here, they're dropping a lot of money to buy a dog. So that's a good audience to have. Um, just saying. So uh, if you want to help pay for the production of this, that would be very nice. So that's a, a shout out to anybody looking to to sell products to classy folks like like Rhonda and I. So. Uh, <laughs> Tell it this way. Um yeah, no. Awesome. That that no, that that's great information there. That really is. I love it. That that was that was good. Um, what the female, the food, or the 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 wipes? All of it. 
All of it. Yeah. Well, let me ask you something. Well, before mm-hmm. we move on to something else sure. or end or whatever it is you want to do with me. Yeah. Do you have on that dog with that huge nose rope? Uh-huh. Does he have a tail pocket? No. He has a tail tail, right? Uh, no. He's he got, doesn't have a, a He's got a little a, tail, but he doesn't have a No, he doesn't have a tail pocket at all. He doesn't no, there's no no, he has a little fat, okay. a little fat right at the ba- at the base of the tail, but it's nothing. Like it's not, never anything gets in there. You can take your finger and just like go right. It's just real shallow. Um, it's just because he's fat in that spot. You know, they have a little pocket of fat right right before their tail sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all he has. Now he doesn't have a tail pocket, which is nice. Okay. Well, I'm just gonna say this. Mm-hmm. Okay, whoever listens to this, don't ever wipe a tail pocket out that doesn't get air with a baby wipe. Mm-hmm. It will be the, the beginning of the end. <laughs> it's always got to be kept dry. Yeah. Always. Always, always, always. Always keep Actually, it. none of my dogs, actually, when I even bathe them, I'm like, go three quarters of the way back, and mm-hmm. that's it. The tail pocket only gets wiped with a dry paper towel. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've, we've had some females, uh, actually, we had one female who... Every time she got a bath, she had a tail pocket, but it only got funky after the bath because it got real wet and it didn't get really dried out. And so two days later, you'd go, oh, I forgot to really work and make sure that was dry. And oh, only, two days later, that's not going to be good. Yeah, so so you only do that once, or and that's when you realize, oh, she has a tail pocket because she didn't really, it didn't bother her ever before. In the, except for at bath time, and you know, and then you forget till the next bath maybe, um, and then. Then you got into the habit. Now she's six years old and she hasn't had the issue. And gosh, she probably doesn't remember what it felt like to have a bad tail pocket. So that's good. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, that, yeah, that's when we that's when we would get it on her because you would just be like you would forget that she even had because it, it wasn't an issue any other time except for when you'd bathe her. And you know, you, so so then after that you'd be like drying her tail like three or four times with a with a nice paper towel every. Um, every couple hours, you know, after the bath, just to make sure in case, you know, any little, you missed anything or a little bit seeped out of the, the hair drying type of thing or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah, keep it dry. Yep. It's it's huh. not, it's not yeah, just... I'm glad I was able to help you with the peroxide wipes. Yeah, yeah, no, that's but awesome. I'm just going to tell you quickly so you can Google it. Mm-hmm. I have the bottle right here. Yeah. It's Top Care, T-O-P-C-A-R-E. Hydrogen peroxide wipe, and if I'm not mistaken, it's Walmart's brand. It's from Walmart. Okay. Or Walgreens or something like that. Walgreens and Walmart are different. I know. <laughs> but, <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> it starts with a W, we think, right? right well, it's a wall, yeah. Alright, gotcha. But if you Google Top Care products, it okay. says first aid antiseptic. It'll come up because okay. they've done it. Alright. Alright, so I might have to go somewhere than Amazon. I have to go out to see people in the world. That's not always good for me. Uh, Uh-oh. <laughs> no, you can just go on there and have it delivered to you. You don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> All right. You don't even have to leave the house. Awesome, awesome. I do like people, but getting out and about is not my uh, most favorite thing to do all the time. But, uh, but I, I can't get out and about either. But. All right. Um, Okay, do you have uh, any anyone or, or a couple people that, that you think I should definitely interview and why? Hmm. And why? Uh, I don't know why, just because it would make... It's good information. Everybody has a different way of doing things. Mm-hmm. And you could take a little from this person or a little from that person and do what works good for you. Right. Um, who should you interview? Uh, Fabiola Federico. She's been breeding bulldogs for many years. Many okay. years. 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, her dogs, she hasn't always been into um, the, you know, the show scene. Mm-hmm. She just recently started with bulldogs showing, but she has been breeding dogs, beautiful dogs for many years. Um, 
has a ton of information. She's fun to talk to. Mm -hmm. So I would definitely suggest reaching out to her. She, I'm sure, would love to, you know, be part. Great. Um, So I would suggest her. I'm trying to think who else. Now, don't throw me under the bus by giving me somebody that's going to be really pissed off when I call them, okay? So. No, no, she won't. <laughs> okay. I just she don't, because some people I have no idea who they are, and you can like say, well, that person's a real, he would hate to talk to anybody. Let's have Dave call that person. And just no, have she, would, really she would really, really, really like it, I'm sure. And okay. she's got like a world of good knowledge, and good. she's funny, and okay. no, she definitely make a good, I don't know if we can call him a contestant, but <laughs> a, a good interviewee, maybe. Right, good guest. That's what we like to call him a guest. Was that right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Call him a guest. Yeah. yeah. Try to make this thing yeah. like seem like it's highbrow here, right? So. <laughs> yeah, no. It's it's like being on the Tonight Show. Yeah. Okay. No, it's good. Yeah. Um, I was trying to Doris Boyd. Okay. She has years and years and years and years and years of experience being a bulldog owner, handler, judge. And I'm sure, I mean, she's helpful with everything. So she'd be flattered. Great. To be a participant. A guest. Sorry. A guest. There you go. Yep. Um,. Any uh, parting advice for the listeners? Um, any parting advice for the listeners? No, be friendly, smile, and don't give up. Say hi to you at a show if they see you? <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I love it. Good, good. Well, I thank you so much. Um, I've seen you uh, for a number of years at shows uh, down at the in the Pennsylvania area where I usually hang out. Um, but every time I've seen you at these shows, you've been you know very very nice, very welcoming, and uh, so I can attest that you know if, if people want to say hi to you, if they get you at the right time, you know not when you're like ready to go in the ring, but uh, anytime you know other than that, probably uh, you've been great to me, and so I really thank you for this interview and. Uh, oh. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. And uh, we'll catch you later then. Thank you very much, Rhonda. Very good. Thank you. All righty. Bye-bye. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. For the latest information, make sure you subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. And we'd love for you to give us your honest uh, feedback and a five-star review on iTunes to help get this information out to other people who are interested in Bulldogs and the Bulldog community and just might not know where we're at by giving us that feedback um, will help us in the rankings on Apple and uh, help get the information out there for other people to find. So thank you so much for tuning in and we'll be back with another episode and we'd love your feedback. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Bulldog Interviews on BullyNet with your host, Dave Kaufman. Check out the show notes from this podcast at BullyNet.com. Please leave a five-star review and your honest feedback on iTunes.